How you doing today, bro? What's going on, I'm man? Chilling. What's going on, man? You chilling? I'm fucking booling, bro. You're fucking booling? This fucking NBA, yo. This man Trump got the coronavirus. I'm 100% sure on that shit. Oh, man, nah. Trump definitely got the coronavirus, man. That's why, honestly, he's been playing off the, the entire thing. Honestly. 100%. Because, what, he met with the fucking, the Brazilian official got it. Yeah, the, I think, uh, the secretary of the Brazilian, I think it was the Brazilian, secretary of the Brazilian president. Yeah, he yeah. got the shit. Yeah, uh, he had it. And then that was four days ago. So they said the incubation period or you start showing symptoms like five to seven days after. Exactly. Yo, he's going to do a press conference and be like, hello. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> exactly. Yo, he's going to get it and I'm about to start crying. If that's oh, the my case. goodness. It's, <laughs> that will just be the greatest thing. Yo, it's absolutely insane. I just can't believe, like, who would have thought? Like, honestly, it's 2020. Like, you remember in high school, man, when we grew up, like, 2012. Yep. And, like, just that whole era about, like, just 2012, yo, the Mayans the and, like, yo, the prophecies. And it's just like, yo, what's going on right <laughs> yeah. now? Like, it's yeah. absolutely insane. I don't think, like, a fucking uh, worldwide virus would be, like, the top. Like, people would be like, oh, that was always the one that I dismissed. When it came to mm. conspiracy theories back then, I'm like, nah, the virus, I don't really know about that. But the it, other shit, I was like, yo, meteor coming or, yo, the nukes is going off. But the virus, I was exactly. not prepared. But, yeah. like, this, this is, like, this feels like the worst way for everybody to die just because no. it just feels like we could easily prevent this shit <laughs> no exactly honestly like there's so many opportunities i felt like that we had to respond to exactly what we saw that was going on on the other side of the world like you saw what was going on in like china man and how fast they were putting up like hospitals and testing facilities quarantine facilities and things of that nature america we were just sitting there twindling our thumbs and just like <laughs> looking around and acting like nothing like we, we honestly thought we were like invulnerable and it's like we we live in such a strange glass house sometimes. Like I just like to me it, it really blows my mind. Like this whole situation is is fucking insane. Like it's incredible. But yes, it is. Yeah, we about to change the names of the podcast to the quarantine boys. The quarantine boys, yo. <laughs> Shout out the quarantine. Yeah, it's up. the quarantine boys out here, man. We wash our hands before everything. Yo, hands wash your fucking little. hands. It's your yeah. boy Tyler. Wash your hands, bro. You feel yeah, me? the way mm-hmm. welcome yeah i guess this is what the now it's the this is the official official introduction now my official introductions i guess you're gonna let you get that off all right all right i'm, I'm gonna do my thing right. how, how, how y'all doing today i'm discount joe budden i'm joined here by pre-2010 kanye west <laughs> <laughs> this is the Tust the city <laughs> podcast <laughs> yo this is so we got to give y'all a backstory because this is when what like four or five years um, we've been trying to get this. Yeah, no, honestly, what since I think it was like yeah the year I graduated, so 2016, 2015. That's yeah. kind of when we started putting that in the yeah putting yeah. that in the air. And so life has found a way to eventually get us to this point. Yeah, honestly, so, life stress. Yeah. So <laughs> some background. Um, 
if y'all don't know, I'm obviously not discount Joe Budden. I get it all the time. Or actually, I get Swiss Beats all the time. Yeah. And I can't really deny that one because, like, I've looked at his pictures and I'm like, yeah, I've never been there. I was like, oh, shit. That's yeah. not even <laughs> that's not even me. No, honestly. That's a pic on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. My name is Fax Mercury. I am one half of the Touch the City podcast. I am joined here by my co-hosts. Uh, I guess I'll... What's it? How are you going to introduce yourself? I don't even know what to introduce myself. I guess, you, you know, y'all can call me Twim. You know, the Twim? Boy Twim, you already know. But, I, you know, Tenny, but, you know... Tenny, I heard T. T. I don't even know what to call me. Your boy T. You know, t- you know your boy $10. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know... I don't know what the people should call me. I'm going to let the people make the name up. But, no, nah, honestly, for the most part, you guys can refer to me as Twim. I Twim. Twim. Yes, sir. Twim. Mm-hmm. That sounds some fire shit. So... Today, since this, this is the first episode, uh, I figured we would do something different. A lot of podcasts, they like to jump right into it. I figured this would be a great opportunity for people to get to know us as well as us to get to know each other a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to interview each other. So we obviously spoke about uh, doing this, ask each other 10 questions. We get a little dialogue back and forth. But for those that are tuning in for the first time and might not know us, I feel like these questions should help get to to know where we stand on things and, you know, what to expect from the pod. So you got your questions. Let me get my joints because... Uh, I do everything on my fucking phone like a millennial does. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Google Docs and Google Keep for the notes. I said, where is my shit? Yeah, uh, right, yeah my, my, my Apple Notes is holding it down right up in front of me right here. Oh, so. Yo, Apple Notes. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I only like Google Keep just because I've got like the nice colors and shit like that. Like, Oh, okay. So no. I'll be like, I, I could I, organize I it better. Stylish in there. Yeah, yeah. The co- like I could color and like put a label on it so like if i scroll through and then put something just as like oh this is podcast and it'll just come up everything without label so that this is just because i I I rock with it i rock with it all right (laughs) so um we're gonna ask each other 10 questions how do you want to do it do you want to do you do 10 i do 10 or go one and one and one and one um yeah i guess we'll we'll just do like one and one and one because i I guess that'll kind of carry like a conversation type of format you feel me yeah it kind of works for good dialogue son good dialogue Podcast Kings Day One. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, exactly. So we study the game, study, study the, game, the game, learn the hustle. Yep, learn right. from the gods. All right, so actually, I'm gonna have you go first. Okay, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna just you know start oh, very, very. All right, I can't uh, look at them. Very, very basic, actually. I, you know, what? I've known Justice uh, for a pretty long time. I guess backstory for the listener, listeners. Uh, met him uh, freshman year of high school. So like actually. Twelve years. Almost. Twelve years. What is that? Two thousand. That was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Like September two thousand eight. September two thousand and eight. Um, but I actually never asked him such a simple question, bro. Where were you born? Where, like, where are you from? Where are you born? Where was I born? Yeah, I was exactly. born. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, I was born in St. Vincent Hospital, mm-hmm. which is on 14th and 7th. That hospital doesn't even exist now. Like they, they shut that shit down. There's like a healthcare center. But I was born in Manhattan and grew up on. I actually grew up in East Harlem, 101st Street. Shout out East 101, 117 East 101. That was the original address. Okay. Um, in between Lexington and Park. Um, and so like everything, like my school was like that. My elementary school was literally like a five minute walk from there like everything i did was like literally right in the neighborhood like i walked to mass stuff so that's where i grew up that's i'm i'm harlem born harlem raised and born like harlem raised and born wow no that's crazy yeah no, i've always known him because like cause he's honestly uh another quick like backstory quick thing we actually went to high school in staten island so like for anybody 
who's Nobody's from like, New York City, like those are two different parts of New York City. Yeah. It's like you're you're talking about across this shit is town nuts. trip. And it was so, funny because I remember so the, the this is it's not really sad. It's just a part of life. Um, the reason I ended up going to Sound Island because when my parents got divorced, like the divorce agreement was like at 14, I would live with my dad. Mm-hmm. So he lived in Staten. He moved to Staten Island in like 2000. So like I always would go back and forth to Staten Island like every other weekend and spend time with him. And he's I get that trait from him where like we gotta like navigate shit or he we have to learn like wherever we move to I gotta learn everything about this fucking area. Okay. So we would dead take the bus everywhere. I remember walking like through the the golf course and shit. I'm like where the mm-hmm. fuck are we? I'm like yo bro <laughs> this is this is Jersey like this can't be near. Yeah. <laughs> so that that shit was crazy. But so I always like ended up you know kind of being around Staten Island. So then I guess at that point, when I moved to Staten Island, or like when I moved for the high school, it was mad funny because I remember in middle school, I was, you know, everyone was like, oh, what high school are you going to? I'm like, I'm going to Staten Island. Everybody's like, what the fuck you doing that for? <laughs> <laughs> I felt mad, mad though. Oh, man. Um, all right. Okay. So, yeah, Harlem born and raised. Um, that's how we get down. So for you, I got... Um, so... The way we divide this podcast really is, if you know me, I'm a sound person through. I do the sound engineering, I do the producing, I want to get into voice acting, a whole bunch of different things. Um, Tenny is the photographer slash videographer, all things visual. He's holding it down. So I have to ask, when did you first pick up photography? Um, that's actually a really good question. Photography, um, in general... I guess I want to say it kind of runs kind of through my family. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> y'all all be shooting. Yeah, we, we all take good photos. It's it's kind of weird. Like, you know, starting kind of with my father, Um, you know, like just from day one, you know, he's always big on photos. So, yeah. like, we had photo albums, a lot of, like, you know, um, Polaroid printouts. Um, He was huge on just old school cameras that could, you know, give you your photo instantly. So, you know, uh, you know, that it kind of just stems from there, you know, seeing that as a child growing up. And it really began to pick up steam, I want to say, around the time, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, Sholo, he, yeah. he's a big time photographer. Yo, anybody, his older brother. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who don't follow him at AQ, uh, follow him on Instagram. He's he, a he phenomenal photographer. Um, but he, you know, he actually became a professional and you know, started to really take it serious. I want to say around high school, actually, around the time we started, yeah. um, you know, getting together as uh, homies and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, like around then, you know, I kind of felt like started to fall in love with photography. Cheyenne bought me my first camera, uh, for Christmas. I want to say in 2015, it was a Nikon D3300. Yo, I, rem- I actually remember when you had the Nikon. Yeah, it was the Nikon. And, um, yeah, you know, a couple of bangers, honestly, I, I created with that. Honestly, I, I made a lot of good uh, photos with that. It was really just, you know, friends chilling, you yeah. know, taking photos, things like that. Uh, really caught the love for it. I want to say though. About two years ago in 2018, um, when I made my transition over to Sony, yeah, I bought the Sony A6000, and um, yeah, no, you know, it's been a not the blur what, what happened in 2018 that you were like, oh shit, I'm I'm a, I want to do this shit for real now. Um, you know what? I think it was just um, I I, I started to realize my progression as a photographer, yeah. just in general. Um, you know, whether it was um, you know, recognition from my peers. Uh, you know, recognition from my older brother. Um, okay. You know, to me, yeah. that's just, you know, the ultimate recognition. But, you know, when, you know, you get to see that, you know, your hobbies start to turn into passions. And, you know, I start to combine that, you know, with the other hobbies that I had. I just saw a lot of potential behind it. Yeah. So it really started to become almost like routine. Like, 
um, and really fell in love with the routine. Honestly, that's really what happened with photography. It kind of fell in line with everything. Okay. Yeah. So at that point, you just, it became like an extension of you. Exactly. You were yeah. like, you seen it, it clicked. What is it? It's, um, what do they think? It's like a thousand, they say it's like 10,000 or a thousand hours to like master something. So it exactly. was like, you reached that threshold, you like, boom, mm-hmm. decalcified your penal gland. My brother, you exactly. unlocked the third eye. I unlocked the third eye. <laughs> once I felt like, yeah, you know, once it's like kind of, you set your eye on it, you just get so driven into it. And you know, you just, you, you know, that's you, it. You, you just locked in from you there. You locked in from there. So right. yeah. What you got for me, man? Um, I'm, I'm ready for these questions. Okay. Uh, I guess we're going to get pretty serious. This question is, um, who has influenced you the most in your life? Holy shit, what? <laughs> oh. I know, it's a crazy question, but, you know, Justice is a, 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 I guess, like, the reason why I thought this question was appropriate is that Justice, you know, to me at least, is, you know, probably one of the, the, the smartest, most, like, like just, like, I don't even know what's the exact That's word that crazy. I want to use to um, describe him, but he's just very complex. Like, you're a very complex <laughs> in, individual, honestly. So it's like, to me, like, you know, I learn a lot from him and I, you know, I'm sure like the same way he leans to me for some things I learn a lot from him, you know, um, just so like, to me, like whoever influences him, um, would be like, just, you know, pretty interesting to know, I think for the listeners in general. Um, damn. Wow. That was a hell of a compliment. Thank you. Oh, no, nah, really no problem, appreciate bro. That. Nah, damn, no problem, bro. No, Shit, of course, um, yeah, showing the love, man. <laughs> um, it's, it's my mother. Yeah. I, I really, I would be kidding myself if I said anybody else. Cause a lot of I have like a, a general love for knowledge. Like if it's even, you know, if it's news, of course, you know, things that are extremely serious, coronavirus, obviously, but even things like mundane, like I did uh I work I used to work IT, you know that, but uh mm-hmm. I used to work IT and I used to work IT for this company that did like insurance on like a much larger scale, like insurance for other insurance companies. And while I was there, I ended up just wanting to learn about that not that i gave a shit about wanting to do it as a career but it just was like you know what i just that's i don't know much about that and because if that that curiosity of like i don't know about this i'm gonna go find out like i'm quick to to just be like all right i'm gonna start googling where do i start how do i learn Mm -hmm. and i'll take it to a point now i won't get so deep as to i'm gonna be the, the world's leading expert but just enough to know like all right like if i see these buzzwords going around so my mother really taught me that because she was always telling me like look for knowledge in other places um even religiously she was like you can practice this religion but you should still learn about other religions to be respectful of other people's beliefs because you never really know mm-hmm. so it was really her that pushed me to that she was very of course all mothers are nurturing but she you know like a funny example is like, of course, you know, you did something wrong as a kid and you're trying to argue about it. Like, no, this, that, and the third. So she'd be like, all right, I'm gonna let you argue, but you still end up going doing what the fuck I told you to do. Yeah. So she would give you that, that play of like, all right, you know, prove me wrong, quote unquote. And mm-hmm. she'd be like, yeah, you're right, but I'm your mother. So you're going to do what the fuck I said. Mm-hmm. So she'd like, you know, satiate that, that curiosity that I would have as a kid. So she would like always like foster to say, all right, go do this, go do this. Or, and then just trust in me that I had whatever knowledge or trusted me that, um, I guess that she did a good job. So like, you know, being home alone at like a younger age or like doing what I had to do, or I was able to like, as a kid, I'm talking a little too much, but as a kid, I used to look at the fucking train map. Like I was a weirdo. So like, I used to have a train map. I was really into trains, still kind of into them now, but at a different level. 
um, like the New York City subway map. And I ended up just like learning the shit like through volition to the point where like people could ask me. I, and actually, you know what? I don't want to interrupt him, but he's dead not lying. This <laughs> dude can honestly, he he's taught me the subway systems realistically. <laughs> like I've learned the subway systems from Justin. You can continue. Um, <laughs> so like it was to the point like my mother would take me to her job and like people just be like, yo, how do I get here? And I would tell them and it'd be like, ah, they'd freak out. Like it was some crazy thing. So like because of that, like she trusted me to like, all right, I, I need you to get here. Can you meet me here? And I, I know how to get there. So because of that, like she always just, I guess, gave me confidence in myself through that or like assurance that like, okay, I'm doing, I must be doing something right. Cause you know, as a kid, you're, you're wondering like, is this the right thing to do or whatever the case? Like, am mm-hmm. I growing up quote unquote the right way? But mm-hmm. she always just, you know, assured me in some way, shape or form. So it's definitely my mother. Okay. That long winded answer just to say my mother. <laughs> no, no, I, I, honestly, like that, that's like, honestly, realistically, that's wonderful. Honestly, like if somebody asked me that question, I guess like yeah, who's who the biggest influence? Who would it be? Um, I guess it would it would definitely be my father. Like in, definitely in, in kind of like in the same light, you know, my father, um, has definitely been um, you know that that for forerunner that's kind of just always telling you, you know, like learn as much as you can. You know yeah. what I mean? Always have that ambition to continue to learn, and you know, I guess literally photography can be considered an example of it. Like it's something that you know I saw them do. That's a good point. So it kind of just piqued my interest. Like, you know what? I want to see if I can take those good photos. And, you know, I learned that, hey, I could take a good photo. And, you know, I want to, like, now for me, video and, you know, getting into cinema and, you know, maybe creating, like, mini movies and things like that. That's kind of, like, starting to pique my interest. So, you know, I'm trying to, like, learn to just conquer as much as I can. It's like, I have, like, just so many, like, just weird things I picked up from my dad. Same thing with IT. You know, he, he did IT. Um, he's home mechanic, you know, I mean, home handyman, all the things that my father has done in life, essentially pretty much I've kind of followed. So, you know, he's definitely been my biggest influence and inspiration. And another thing I could add to that is that I remember all the times you told me like, your dad works crazy hours or does whatever he has to do. Mm -hmm. And I see that same thing in you that you're like, you know what, in the pursuit of money or security through money. You'll do what the fuck needs to get oh, done. Yeah. And you're always looking for ways to be like, all right, how else can I secure my future or secure like a passive source of income or what other side hustle can I get to to, to be like, all right, I'm good. You know, yeah. I don't have to I, see I'm, me in these I streets gotta... moving the weight, man. You already know. Like, I just <laughs> do what I got to do. You know what I'm You'll saying? Nah, the nah, words, nah. Let them fly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't, we don't, we don't know about that. Oh, man. Um, all right. Okay. So that was Damn, did you just ask questions? Yeah, I asked you that question. <laughs> yeah, that so yeah, I think you got a question for me. I do, okay. Um back to the photo oh, I guess you actually technically answered this one. So I just I'm just gonna move by it. Um speaking about your father, this is the perfect question. What's one way you want to be like him or be like both of your parents? Like a trait, I guess a trait from each that growing up, you're like, you know what I, I wanna I'm, you know, I'm glad my parents have shown me this, or I want to be like them in that regard. Um, definitely, I guess, just overall, just, you know, the one trait I definitely want to make sure to continue to work on and develop is just being, you know, just hardworking. Like, you know, like you said, you know, my father, he's working all crazy type of hours. He worked, you know like countless jobs, like, you know, two jobs at a time to, you know, pretty much essentially like, you know, do more than he needed to. Like he didn't need to necessarily do it, but at the same time he did it. And, you know, he was able to achieve so much in his life, like 
we're talking about coming from an entirely different continent and yeah. country in um you know Nigeria and coming to America with nothing and essentially making a life for himself that's like extremely impressive you know to me like just it's the ultimate yeah. achievement you know like at least in my eyes like everything that I've done in life at least impales in comparison like realistically as a millennial and you know growing up in this you know modern age like you know I know we do face our challenges and it's definitely like to me some in some ways even harder than yeah. sometimes what they had to deal with but you know the the silver spoon or at least the platter that I've been handed yeah. at least I know I need to be able to make something of it like okay. when I see that so when I look at the trait of being hard working and you know you know not saying that I'm too tired you know what I mean like I know like like things like that is is a a huge thing at least in the modern era you know your mental health taking the time off from work you know not necessarily selling your soul and your body yeah. and your mind they never uh, that generation was like whatever needs to get done bro i'm fuck I, my mental health be damned you know it's so crazy i actually was watching tons of it, it, you know and i i don't want to go too crazy over the sense but i was watching um these a lot of historical videos of just building the Verizon. For some reason, I've just over the Yo, weekend I was they fascinated. They were dying. Yo, for people that were shit. dying on those bridges, Getting man. The bends and all they this were on crazy top shit. of those rigs, the rigs or bridges, rigs. I don't know what they called them when they were on top of them, but and they there were people falling off those things. They were and walking it was with just no like straps, like nothing, nothing. People dude. was falling off, and they were like, "Damn, Jim." And they and they had to okay, keep building, keep and then they kept keep building. So when you know. When you look at those things, and you know, excuse me for bad language, but when these guys had balls of steels, like they were just different men. I'm not gonna lie, they yeah, honestly yeah. were. They were very different men. It was just whatever need the fuck to get done. It's they just crazy. did it. They just and, did that shit. You know, like with that mentality, I, I honestly strive for that mentality. That's something that I really, really want because I feel like once you develop that mentality and mindset. There's, there's no limit to what you can do. In life. And I feel like in today's day and age, if you play your cards right. You can make more money through that that mindset if you know what you're doing than previous generations. Mm. Like, you know, our parents always told us you could be anything you want. And mm. at first they're like, whatever. Now I'm like, yo, if I want to fucking sit home, make YouTube videos about, I don't fucking know, uh, collecting bottle caps. Mm-hmm. I could probably do this shit. Exactly. And be the world's most leading YouTuber on this shit. Get 100,000 subscribers. And making money just doing that shit. Yes, then eventually sir. places are going to start sending me bottle caps for me to review. And exactly. <laughs> start having unboxing <laughs> videos. <laughs> All right, I'm about to twist this cap off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but yeah, like, I mean, it's it's insane. Like, I mean, that's just the truth, you know, to life, man. You know, it's just having that undying will. And, you know, yeah. just like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on YouTube. YouTube is where I pretty much watch all my television now, whether it's people, actual real television clips that get transferred to YouTube. <laughs> I absorb most of my content to YouTube. And when you get to see some of the grind that some of these people do, like to essentially create what they create, it's not something that they're just doing overnight. Like, yeah. These people are really, really Sitting working. At it you see, six, yeah, seven, man. ten years. Like really recording. It's a really hard job, like to do what they do. And you know, hats off, man. You know, I'm figuring, but you know, hats off. Like, it's 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 just something that you know. I know one day when I unlock that trait, and I, you know, I'm hoping one day it's coming. Like yeah. I know I work hard, but I need to work even harder. I know there's yeah. so many areas where it's like, yo, Tenny, if you were doing this, dude, where would you be right now? And you know. I, I just pray and through my parents, like I'm gonna get that through my dad yeah. and my mom. One day. And I feel like uh, to that point, and my mom actually. I'm sorry, I don't okay. want to. I don't yeah, want to yeah, no, just no, you know shout out because this is it's International Women's Month, isn't it? Yo, hell it's yeah, International Women's Month. Shout out my mother. 
You know what I mean? My mom, Shout she's been working two jobs Queen. forever, man. She's been working yeah, two she's jobs been working forever. Hard. She's been grinding forever. She don't play no games. Yo, I would see her for like two minutes yeah, when she went man, up and like, took a nap or something. Bro, you know? and I'm sorry, you know, mom, I don't want to lie. I used to throw these house parties when you used to go to work <laughs> at night. But she used to go to her second job. And sometimes, I remember one time she surprised us. Oh, yo, yo that oh, was a crazy man. thing. That, that was a crazy, crazy thing. Yo, night. the door opened. I was like... Everybody's mouth is kind of like dropped. Yo, I, mean, I don't even remember like, what happened, yo. Yo, I, I think she was all right. She was all right, but we were just all like, should we continue? Yeah. And I think, was Shola there? Was that the joint when it was I, I Shola's? Don't think, I don't think it was Shola's. Nah, Shola wasn't there. It was This was college time. Damn, I don't oh, even shit. get out on college to change it. But mom, you know, shout out to my mom, <laughs> you know, doing two jobs, grinding hard, working hard to support not only herself, but her family. Love you, mom. Thank you. We love you, Ma. All right. But I guess, yeah. No, I guess if, I think <laughs> You're that, the best. That might answer that question. <laughs> I hope it does, because yeah. damn. That's what I'm talking about. I love them. Still, give me tangents. All the tangents. If it comes back to the story, yeah. it's important. Um, all right. So I guess it's my turn now yeah. to ask you a question. So we are going to go with this one. Um, all right. So, so far in life, what is one thing that you've done that you are extremely proud of? <laughs> Oh wow! I'm asking all these crazy questions. Nah, damn. <laughs> okay. Um, I have I deal with depression, anxiety. You know, I need to get some some therapy going. You know, for all my people who got mental health problems, you know how how hard sometimes it is to find a therapist, stuff like that. So I'm trying to get there. Um, so because of that, I got super poor self esteem. So it is super hard for me to to sit here and try to say like. Am I really proud of something without, you know, that mental health robbing me of that, that pride and just, you know, bringing me back down. Um, but I'm in a good state right now. So I feel like I could answer it honestly. Um, I would, oof. I would say graduating audio engineering school. So in 2017, well, I've been producing 10 years. First of all, I've been producing for a long fucking time. Um, so I'm trying to branch into that field now and I felt going to a school for audio engineering could, you know, solid solidify that as well as, you know, verify that those previous years of experience have now been bolstered by seeking out professionals to assist me with that more or less. So through that, um, I, I did the school and it was a vocational school. So it wasn't necessarily like a degree it was a certificate. So I did for 18 months, three days a week, seven to 11 after work and just grinded that shit out. And I go into there and I would go straight from work to there. I would not go home. Occasionally I would go home, but I found out like it would just be easier to just stay. So I'd go, I'd be there from like four to 11, like banging out homework, doing whatever needed to get done. And honestly, it was, I'm proud of it. Cause it was like, I, I'm, we're in the same vein of like, when we do school, of course, college changes you, but like in high school, you know, like that you understand the content, but you don't want to do the fucking homework. Eh, you know, everybody's like that. You don't want to do the homework. You know what you can get away Absolutely with. Absolutely hated school. So with audio engineering school, like I was super passionate about it. So of course I did what I had to do, but I put beyond the effort for every project I did, everything I needed to do where I was like, I'm going to do this shit for real. Mm -hmm. And so I was super proud of the fact that, you know, I didn't let that oh, I know what I'm doing mentality get in the way of saying, you know what, I'm going to give like 100% effort. Like there was times where in the later, they called them mods instead of semesters. Um, we had to run a whole studio session. We brought musicians in and I don't know what the fuck, you know, shout out to my classmates. They know what they're doing. They helped me out, but mad at them 
were just like sitting there on their ass. So it's like me and the other two people. Like I took pictures, everything. I'm making sure like when we come back in here, everything's going to get set up. I'm running between the rooms, setting it all up. I'm talking to the uh, musician over the, the PA system where you like hold the button on the, the studio board and they, you can hear, they can hear you on the other end. Um, talking to them like, hey, you know, we're sorting every time there was some issue or whatever. Or I'd be like, all right, you guys ready to record? Do you want to do that again? So I'm doing all this fucking work. And I'm like, holy shit, like that was so draining. And it, it pissed me off that, you know, I ended up having to do a lot of it. But it, it ended up making me proud. that I was like, I just did that shit. Like this whole thing, like more or less with minimal help. And like, I'm still in school for this. So it just made me confident in saying like, all right, I chose the right thing to do. Okay. So I'm super proud that I was able to get through it, graduate, you know, build connections and, you know, have those teachers know like this, this person, I, I put forth quality work and they could see that like, I'm, I'm serious about this shit. No, that's that honestly, yeah, that's honestly a great achievement and something to really to be proud of in life. You know, same thing with me, you know, going to college, graduating doing college, doing that thing. I mean, you know, it's it's something you sometimes brush, like just completing something like that, whether it's school, like the same way you were going to school and then, um, you know, we're going to work and then going to school. So you, you were pulling long days. Too. Yeah. yeah, you was putting them best by hours. I didn't even, you know, I was doing 40, 50 hours a week and, and school, still full, school time. full time. Woo! It was insane. So. You know, definitely hats off to us. You know, Every year, hats off to the folks who be doing that shit because mm. it is a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What the fuck? All right. I'm going to do this one. All right. What do you think is the biggest way in which you sabotage yourself? Like your biggest hurdle that you're, you know, like for me, it would be like self-esteem. I need to be more confident in myself. What's one way you feel like you're holding yourself back? I guess is a better way um, to phrase it. I want to say a lot of the same, actually. Um, you know, unfortunately, we 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 are in that era. You know, I didn't I didn't want to pry too hard into that conversation. Nah, uh, we're here, we here for everything. Yeah, no, nah, you know, I you know, because come on, man, that's, my that's, on, talk about that's all almost shit. that's almost an episode in itself. That's though, true. You know though. what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's kind of why I didn't want to pry that, but we can go there. Yeah, we can touch to, on to it. some degree. We can um, see, we can like dab on it and mm -hmm. then save it for later. Yeah, no, I I, I entirely agree. What so pretty much the the problem with me, I feel like, and the one thing I do to sabotage myself is is just my low self esteem. I surprisingly have low self esteem as well for some odd reason, whether it's, um, you know, kind of overthinking my my product or what I feel like is my content or yeah. what I feel like is my my presentation in comparison to my peers. Now. I'm not saying necessarily I'm comparing myself to anybody around me or anything like that, or I'm looking to compare myself, but I'm just like, you know, we live in this age where, you know, you the first thing you do when you go on Instagram or Twitter is like, you see what everybody else is doing. And that shit. So yep. your eyes is like, yo, like, damn, like, what am I on right now? But it's crazy. Like, you know, I have no reason to do that sometimes. Like sometimes you, when you really sit back and there's and no like, reason to take a look at yourself, you, yeah. you realize that you don't have any reason to do those things. So to me, like, it just comes off as, like, like why the hell is that the case? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, <laughs> why, why are we sitting here, like, tormenting ourselves? Yeah, you know, and I just think it's, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's just real-life depression. It's just life. You know, we, we sabotage ourselves. And sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. We need to just, um, you know, allow our work to speak for itself. Allow yeah. our product to speak for itself. Allow our decisions to speak for itself. So, hey, like... If 
you do want to sit down and record a YouTube video or you do want to become a rapper. Honestly, unfortunately, I hate that that <laughs> analogy. Not everybody should become a rapper, please. Yo, not please, everybody should yo, become a rapper. I'm sorry. Just not, don't do it. Not everybody become a rapper. Them fucking bars are weak. Yes, but... And, you know, not everybody could do YouTube. Not everybody could become a photographer. Not everybody right. could do video. But if you want to do those things, at least on a hobby level, and you want to express yourself, don't have any fear in doing so. That's yes. kind of just where I'm at now. Go and do it. And, um, you know, at least in 2020. But if if I was going to say this one thing that sabotages me, like, that is definitely it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it comes for us all. The social media... It's a give and play, you know, you, you can take the inspiration from it, yes, sir. but then some days you're like, you know, yeah, you got that feeling. You see other people who you may believe you're, you guys are on the same level, possibly, you know, getting recognition. And that's not to say like, I'm jealous, but you're almost just like, damn, you know, like mm-hmm. just a tinge of like, oh. Yeah. And like everybody goes to it and you're not, you know, hating on the person or nothing like that or hating on anybody. You're just like, you know, I wish that some of that came to me. Yeah. But you know, it's and again, you like you said, you got to let the work speak for itself, because sometimes I feel that way. And then I have someone tell me like, yo, like, you know, I like your your music and stuff like that. And you're like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm. You know, like it's out there. And, you know, if I look at my stuff, clearly people are listening. But, you know, sometimes you just get so disconnected from that. And you're like, oh, I'm fucking ass. Yeah, no, it's um, it's honestly is. I and honestly, you know, what I've always said, like, it's the first step. And it's just being accountable. Like once yeah. you learn to be accountable to yourself and just realize and recognize that, hey, you know, I'm not holding myself accountable and just realizing that, yo, if I want to do this, then I do have to work towards it. And, um, you know, it's something I, I'm working towards, you know, like, you know, I'm 25 and I, I hate to like kind of like lie on this um, excuse. But it, like, honestly, it's not that long ago that I felt like a fucking kid. I'm not even lying. Like, nah. it, and yeah. I'm 25 and I'm not a grown adult. People, some there's probably like you know obviously it's, I don't know. Hopefully there will be adults watching this one day. <laughs> but if there was adults watching this, or if there's an adult listening to this, um, like they're gonna laugh at this because we are kids. Like I know when I'm at a job and people are Dude. seeing me act grown, they're like, you know, you are really grown and you're you're mature for your age, but you're you're a kid, dude. You're a kid and you don't know anything. They laugh at certain things. They laugh at almost everything that I say. And it's, or sometimes- you know, it's, it's totally fair for them to say, but it's like when you're that age, it's like you just, you know, you can't help but feel like a certain way about it. And of course, mm-hmm. like I feel like now our generation suffers from like different types of things that they might not experience. Like, yeah. of course, like older people dismiss social media and there are like serious concerns to be mm-hmm. had about what it does for your mental health as we clearly spoke about it. But, you know, it's it's... It's a problem that we're experiencing for the first oh, time yeah, that yeah. nobody else could really. Oh no, for to. sure, for sure. Yeah, that's and and that's what I'm saying. There, it's just kind of like you know they they'll see that and and pretty much like with us, like we just have to recognize and understand that yo, dude, let our let our work speak for itself. Nobody, I I feel like at the end of the day, just like you said, like if the work is gonna speak for itself and the that the overall like clout that comes with it and the success that comes with it and then just your overall happiness is yeah. going to come with it once you get it out there and you see that what it does yeah honestly and that's what i'm learning like i just have to get this you just know get, get off my there. ass honestly yeah. get off my ass yeah. you know so yeah that's pretty much uh what i have on that one what you got for me all right so what do i have next let's pull up the little docket here <laughs> all right so pull up the clipboard 
Uh huh. All right. So let's go with this guy. What do you envision for yourself professionally in the future? I think we kind of answered that though, because you said you wanted to get into sound. Like, yeah, the, the I guess. Career. Yeah, it's I, it's such a broad. I guess I'll refine the answer because audio engineering, like you could do a million yeah, and one. Yeah, I guess so. I'll, I'll let you fire that one off. What do you want? What do you envision for yourself professionally in the future? That's such a well-worded question. What yeah. do you envision? Not you know the typical. Where do you see yourself in the future? What do you envision? <laughs> like that shit is like yo, enter your mind, meditate, and show me. What you see the third in dimension. your third eye, right? Yeah, I had my whole tap cap on when I was <laughs> pulling up most of these questions. To be honest with you, I was going oh, crazy. Shit. Um, <laughs> damn. Um, all right. What do, okay, so like plans, of course, always change. Doing the podcast has been. Uh, I love podcasts. I try to be on them as much as possible as a guest, whatever. Uh, but I guess I kind of am shifting to see if I can take that more professionally. Um, and possibly get involved in that as with companies and whatever, you know, of course, this is our venture. And if and through if through this, I can get to that, then that's exactly what I would want. Um, but also still do this and then, you know, work at Vox or something like that. Shout mm-hmm. out to homie Jelani. Mm-hmm. Um, so through that. That's what I've been gearing more towards now. But I guess like everyone has like their goal and then like the dream. So I guess that's the goal. Mm-hmm. to do that but the dream is uh audio design for games okay um that's that's really what kicked off this entire thing with sound like it's for me it's it's you know i produce but it's it's not the music it's it's sounds in general like i don't know what the fuck i would do without my ears because so much like per- relates back to how i hear things and like everything like i, I it's to the point like that like if everyone had a superpower, my shit would just be revolving around hearing on some daredevil shit. Cause like <laughs> I, I use it to such a, an advantage that it, it just helps me. Like, you know, like I, I sit there and just the way I listen to music where I'm just trying to read, through, you know, like rummage through all of these tinier sounds and through that, you know, or I'm listening to them so much. They're just playing in my head all the time. So, you know, I have a, me and Ruthie have a sample digging playlist and that's how I find them samples. Sometimes I'm just listening. I'm like, hold up. That's this. <laughs> And I'll I'll try to sing it in my head, and I'm like, oh, I knew it was this song. So through yeah. that, it's this the, the game design, or through film, or you know, audio design for films where you're seeing something on screen and there's no fucking sound there, and I have to believably add a bunch of sounds and record a bunch of sounds that to the listener. Um, so the the goal through that is that. Well, in film, the goal through that is that you do your job so well, nobody notices. That's mm-hmm. the funny part. And I like that. Like, I don't want to be famous and out there. You know, I want to be get my money, get the recognition and just quietly disappear, you know. Mm-hmm. So through like the way you design film for movies, it when you watch a movie, you don't think like, oh, those guys in the booth did a good job finding those sounds. You just assume all that sound was recorded. They took that fucking mic on the boom, said action, recorded it and then went home mm-hmm. when really half of that audio that they recorded that day is unusable so they bring everybody back in the actors to re-record it they redo the sounds from scratch every footstep has been recorded by somebody taking a boot with their hands and stomping it on the ground so i love that shit i love that yo i did such a good job or i did my job to the point that nobody notices that you watch it and you're like yeah all those sounds are there or games where it's None of this is real, but I have to put sounds in that when you hear it, you're like, yeah, that's what an alien gun would sound like. 
or you're playing Halo, like, I don't know what this race of people are, but they're talking. Yeah, that sounds like what the you know, what they would sound like. And you just, your brain accepts that. I'm just mad Halo. You fucking talking to the Arbiter, and it's like, you're not thinking like, yo, that's an alien. You're thinking like, okay, this guy's just talking to me. Like, you yeah. don't think twice about it. And I, I love that. Like, you do such a, a good job, like... No one thinks twice that, like, yeah, this is what that would sound like, even though there's no reference for, for anything sounding like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I mean, honestly, I feel like you just, I don't know if that's, like, the double header, because, like, I actually, this is, like, a multi-tiered question. Okay. So, I kind of wanted to expand that. Yeah, what's the that. other tiers? What's the other tiers? So, the tiers? other tier was supposed to be, because if you could choose any one of your hobbies to provide for it, so, like, I guess, I don't know if that's, like, the dream aspect of it. Yeah, so, if I could do that, then it would be that. But if not, I would try to still prod into that while doing the podcast and stuff to make the money and then try to prod in until I can break into the industry. Okay. That. All right. Oh, yeah. And I mean, honestly, that hits the last piece of okay. the podcast. Well, is it going to help you break into that industry? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I, I love podcasts. And they're like two sides of a different coin. Like, it all relates back to audio. But this is like a different, like, you know, you mix it and you clean it up. But I'm not thinking about it creatively in a way that I might think about game design. So they, they don't feel like they overlap. Meaning, like, I could do podcasting all day long and still have the creative juice to do some of that because they just they're like two different parts of my brain to me in particular like i you know i could do both okay so, i mean yeah no i mean that's cool that's honestly cool that's cool as well. so that's yeah that's 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 my thing that's that's 100 my thing no, res respect um, <laughs> all respect. right uh let's see every 10 seconds bro oh like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, uh what's something that you think makes you stand out like a quality about yourself that like you think is like you know another way to say what's your best quality in a way kind of um hmm you know what one i think i fixed this and two <laughs> um fixing shit that's yeah your... <laughs> fix it honestly you know what the one thing that makes me stand out Damn, that's a good question. And I don't want to get blank on the podcast and the listeners and <laughs> just get too quiet and, just yeah, like... and start pondering extremely hard. <laughs> but if I had one thing that makes me stand out compared to like anybody else or people around me, I think it's just like I think it's just my maturity, maybe. I think honestly my maturity is like a really like unique thing. Although other people can have that, um, it's something that like not a lot of people can have because you know, real realistically, like, like when I look at like you know my situation or like you know my situation and how long I was doing it for. Yeah, you you had to grow up fast. Yeah, you you know growing up fast. That's not something that a lot of people that yeah. can do. And you know what I mean. Like, and there's different ways to grow up fast. Yeah, you know, and there's just so many different ways to grow up fast, and like there's so many different ways to handle responsibility, and you know, just show like just so many ways that just show that like you know that you're just different from your peer group because you know i know we look around our peer group and see a lot of kids in different situations and it's just kind of like you know wow like you know if i, I can't even imagine that being like me you yeah. know like i could never be in that situation or then they see you and they're like oh my god bro look at you look what you want or Yo, you're a grown-up or you're like parents you're like my parent yeah like you know what i'm saying and it's like it just shows that, like, you know, that is a unique quality that you have. It's like, you know, more than your ambition, more than your intelligence, more than your, um, you know, anything else that you might have that aids you. You know, you're a very mature person and you're wise, you know. Those yeah. two things, having those two qualities, I think those I don't want to do too. Those two, you're seeing that. Oh, shit, that's... Yeah, 
I'm inclined to agree about that because mm-hmm. I feel like it. Of course, you know, you're only going to even though if someone says like you're wise beyond your years or you're mature, of course, you know, you still only have a limited worldview because even though you are wise beyond your years, your actual age is only a certain amount. So, mm-hmm. of course, like life experience hasn't caught up to you to say like, well, I've lived the experience of the 30 year old. You know, of course, that's going to vary from person to person. But definitely, I feel like it helps in a way that allows you to process things differently Mm. so if you ran into an issue where oh my god you know what am i going to do for money are you an employment like you've been through those situations maybe before the next person has so when it comes up again that's what gives you that edge it it almost feels like you had to experience a lot of things before people have even had to consider it yeah i mean and i actually i mean that's a good example i mean like you know and i don't want to say i'm unemployed thankfully i haven't but you know like it's not even that's not me tooting my own horn like i'm not saying it because it's something that i feel like or like i'm saying oh look at my life that you know i'm where i'm at like i'm wiser than you guys (laughs) look at me america yeah look at me america like i'm the shit but nah it's like (laughs) It's, it's really because this is things that have been told to me. This is stuff that have been told to me. Or this is like opportunities that's been given to me at my last job when I'm the only 22 year old in the building. And there's I'm working at a, a Fortune 500 pharma, top like 10 pharma in the world. Yeah. And you're the youngest technician on the team supporting millionaires, billionaires, guys that, you know, help the world go around to be yeah like shots i'm not i'm not even sitting there and and they're the ones like letting me know these things and i'm having these conversations with these millionaires the ceos and they're saying yo you're a really wise guy you're ahead of your time you you're gonna go places one day like i feel like you could do what you need to do and when they see all the things that i'm into and they're like dude you know your ability to pick this up and you know you're still on time and you it's like you know when you get those compliments you know my father says it and like you know you you, you kind of got to wear it at that point. Yeah. You got to wear it. You got to see yourself as the wiser, yeah. you know, one of the bunch, you know, and or and, and that's just kind of what it is. You know, I, I do wear that with, with on my sleeve and I take pride in it. You know, I, I, I take pride in it when making decisions. You know, I make sure to keep that in my mind when I'm making my decisions. You know, like, look, this this is what somebody would do if they're of this age would do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I'm 25 and I could play on the the fact that I'm a millennial. I'm a kid. You know, you see what these celebrities is doing nowadays. They acting up up until 40, honestly. So you can play on your, I was young until 30. Realistically, like that's what most people can do. I'm not going to do all of that. I'm getting to business. You know, I don't, I don't, like, like, unfortunately, I don't have the luxuries of life to be like those celebrities and do whatever I want. Yeah. So, you know, I got to be responsible. And I know me being responsible right now gives me as much as an edge on everybody as everybody else. You know what I mean? And it's I very think important. like we're a little bit more in a similar situation now, now that we both live with our significant others. Yeah, and for that's some a time, it's a massive. Um, hope, yeah, but I guess for you, you've had to do it faster. I think what that what the maturity does is that like you have a weight that you have to carry. Basically your responsibilities are your weight. You know, you have to make sure, you know, your house, make sure shy is good, make sure trunks is good, stuff like that. The cars are good, stuff like that. So you have weight that other people, even maybe a little bit ahead of us don't necessarily have yet. So because of that, it's your, you, that forces you to be a certain way because you're like, well, if I fuck this up, I'm not only putting myself in jeopardy, you know, I am putting other people in jeopardy. So it's like other people of our age group might, you know, have less responsibilities where it's like, if you fuck up, it's just on you, you know, like I was unemployed and I got laid off from a job when I was 19, but I was living with my mother. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to have any money, but 
I still yeah, sit no, home and yeah. I don't have to worry about bills and maybe my phone bill. But worst case scenario, you know, my mother can help me out with that. As opposed to now, it's like, oh, shit. That's yeah, why I'm I can't pay no bag, bills. Like, I'm, I'm ass on, out. Yeah, yeah. you're ass out. You're putting on white stress. Yeah. yeah, now I'm putting on white feet and that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. So that adds, you know, a certain level of, okay, I need to approach this situation differently because I have fucking responsibilities. You know, there's a certain weight. Yeah. I have things to lose. Exactly. Exactly. No, and that's totally agree. Like that one right there is just kind of like, you know, you, you need to make sure that that is... Uh, you know, actually, I think that's just a trait in Andrew that everybody yeah. kind of want to just strive to say, hey, you know, I'm proud that I'm mature. You know, yeah. like, that's something that everybody should. And everybody will reach, you know, hopefully everybody reaches a certain point where you become a functioning adult. Of course, you know, things happen. Um, but, yeah, everyone should at least strive to know what the fuck they're doing, to navigate whatever goes on. And that's not to say there's a right way to navigate everything, because mm. the biggest lie is that, you know... Adults have this shit figured out. Yeah, Everybody's nobody, figuring this shit nobody, out forever. Yeah. Of course, you have after a certain age, I guess everything stabilizes out. Mm-hmm. But then other problems will arise, and you got to navigate through that as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's a Holy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I really forgot about that one. No nah, man, I feel like that's the new. Offendi. I feel like people have been saying, "Yo, that's offendy." I feel like I get that all the time now. That's offendy. What's a fact? What was the other shit? Uh, oh, it was lit like Bic. God, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was really bad. Oh, man. I don't know. Is it? I think, is it, is it on me? Yeah, is yeah. It? I think, yeah. What I asked. Yeah, you did ask what me makes a great you question. Stand out? Okay, let's see here. All right, so my next question for you is, um, do you enjoy traveling? I do. Um, the only reason I pause and say it like that is because, quite frankly... In growing up, I've never really had that opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. So it's and also like not that I've been tempted to. Like I was never the kid. Like all right, I don't go anywhere and I want to go places. And, you know because I, I guess I always you know played a lot of games, read a lot of books, so my imagination took me places. So I was necess- wasn't necessarily like clamoring to go anywhere. But now that I have a little bit more financial freedom and, you know, a partner that wants to travel more. I myself have now fallen in love with it. Like, you know, getting to see the world at a different angle. And I feel like, you know, the right trips or any trips that you're excited about can, you know, help you with everything. You know, if you're dealing with something, being in a new environment can help. Even if it's just for a week or a few days, that brief relief might help you. And also, you know, inspiration and just your worldview, getting to meet somebody in a different place and see how they view the world. Of course, if they turn out to be like a bigoted piece of shit, all right, well, then you learn they're a bigoted piece of shit in other parts of the world. Or you meet somebody cool and you're finding out like in another country, this is how people greet each other or something like that. And, you know, it might sound trivial, but it just might be something that you enjoy just through volition of traveling. So... Okay. No, no, I mean, um, yeah, no, that's crazy. Is there any place specifically in the world that you're looking to go or where to travel? Ooh, I um, guess I don't want to say a bucket list, but I guess yeah, a traveling bucket list. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say like the basic ones like LA and stuff like that. Cause of course you just got to go there. Um, Shout out Daryl, the big homie Daryl out mm-hmm. in L.A. Work, you know, I don't know what you do, but I know you got the clout. Don't <laughs> lie to me. Don't come in the Instagram DMs talking about you're lying. I, don't cap. Don't um, cap, bro. So I would say, honestly, I'm kind of obsessed with like the Northwest. So like Seattle, Portland, stuff like that. Like I, that just seems like a nice part of the world to just take a look at. Um, like I really like like forests and hiking and all honesty. Like that's the one thing I feel like 
if I would have traveled as a kid, I would have really enjoyed like just kind of being a little more in nature. Um, like Switzerland, like a, a northern country where there's like more mountains. Like that's one thing like in New York, you don't really get to see mountains of that type of stature. So I, going to uh, Vegas like a few times and like going towards the mountains, I'm like, holy shit, bro, those are mountains. Like that was one thing that I'm like, yo, mountains really do exist. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but growing up in New York City, you don't think about fucking yeah, mountains. You don't see or, too many. Or even when you go to the peaks, you know, I mean, Peaksville, Catskill, like those have trees on them. You know, I'm talking about mountains that are like 10,000 or 9,000 feet where you got snow at the caps. Mm. So seeing that in person, I was like, holy shit. So I guess I'd, I'd really want to travel where there's like a lot more mountain ranges and taking a look at that. Oh, wow. no, that's that's beautiful. I guess, like, I'm going to kind of ask myself that question. For me, you know me. I'm a, a travel. I love going yeah, to tropical areas, man. You know me. I'm yeah. a Caribbean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice well, Spanish country. what's number country. one? Because uh, you, you, you goddamn travel. Y'all be traveling. Yeah, no, we travel a lot. Um, anybody, or I guess for anybody, you know, that follows me on socials or anybody who has me on the socials, you know, you see me. I've been to Asia, Thailand, you know, London. Uh, Bermuda, Caribbean, what Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Mexico, multiple times, you know, all all different types of places in the world, you know. So, like, if I had to choose one place, like at least right now that I really want to go to, like, if, I guess I do want to go to like, I want to go. To, I actually want to go to China, man. Like, and it's crazy with all this coronavirus <laughs> stuff going on, man. Like, might have to wait that. Yeah, shit out, I wait but, it out, yeah. but I, I, I really want to go, yeah. man, because kind of like just like you said, I feel like China it probably has one of the most diverse landscapes. Yeah, that's of any a big place in the world. Country. Yeah, it's massive. So like you know, like I, I got a lot of friends that I've, I went to college with and I'm graduated with, and I've seen them go to China and they see like the Great Wall. Like seeing the Great Wall in person and the way it looks scaled on their phone perspective wise yeah it looks insane Same. like it just looks and then seeing mount fuji or something like that yeah it looks insane i think that's in japan but uh, I, that, yeah i mean something around yeah, <laughs> japan and china and that, just that whole asia that, I yeah say. i apologize so not china but i guess yeah that's uh, yeah i don't want to be the one of those boneheads saying that china <laughs> and asia are the same thing but i know what you mean that yeah, part i do want to travel more so to asia the, the the continent and the whole hemisphere of that corner of the world you know, just really go to China, make a trip over, you know, to Japan, you know, hit Thailand again. Because yeah. I went to Thailand, but I don't feel like I got to experience enough it, you know, it. enough. So, um, you know, I'm definitely going to make my rounds there. When all this corona stuff chills out, yeah. we're going to do a little two we to do, three week yeah, trip out there China. or something like that. Yeah, for Yo, sure. Yo, because it, it definitely feels like that's an old fucking part of the world. Oh, man. And like in all Western civilization, well, we got 400 years here or mm -hmm. we, not we, the motherfuckers who came over here first and dragged the rest of us yeah. over. Um, or even, and I went to London too, like, you know, seeing like the, the London cat or, you know, I don't know what the fuck, I think it's London dungeon or London castle, uh, London tower. One mm -hmm. of those things. But yeah, like that's big band and everything. Like yeah. That, yeah. Like, like that's royal crack, only, yeah still less than a thousand years old this shit in china that's like five thousand oh, years man. old like that's like the true history of the world right there. yeah like, so like those things those images like like what they have going on at least in that corner of the world that's honestly the like some of the oldest recorded history we know so of. Like, going to some place like the great wall it must be like holy shit like mm -hmm. i'm standing on like 
history itself like that that's going back in time so i like those moments where you're you know you realize it's bigger than myself at this moment yeah oh my god i love you realize like you're just like a tiny speck it's a weird feeling it's a very strange feeling that it's almost i don't even want to say it's like a rush i I definitely don't want to say it's a rush but it's definitely one of those things where like you just get that thrill like this is it's a feeling that you just get in those moments like wow like yo this is like this world is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. The world is really incredible. This world is on some shit. Um, yeah. That was your question? I believe that was my question. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to skip that one because kind of already answered that. Uh, what gets you out, up and out the door every day? Um, uh, I mean, I think what I would say is pretty much getting me up and out the door every day is the thought of true success um in life you know true success in life and what that would do for not only me but those around me um you know primarily being obviously my beautiful girlfriend Cheyenne shout out yo just a sidebar uh both of our our wifeys they're like producers of the show yeah because the amount of prep shit that we were doing and they were just giving us input we're like damn y'all just producers on the show we're about to get this money all together now yeah no, pretty <laughs> much they, they're the executive producers the right. executive ideas any honestly anything like i i really don't know what my life would be without without her so like realistically to me it's like being able to provide for her like fully one day like hopefully i i can be so successful that she doesn't have to do anything yeah like you know i want her to be so like just well taken care of for just what she's been able to do for me mm-hmm. emotionally you know physically just in life like china is honestly like a massive portion of my life so like you know that's really what drives me like every single day like yo i, I gotta you know, and you know, I and I don't want it to be disrespectful to my family because you know my family one day might listen to this, or, <laughs> like, you know, something like that. Like, fuck is this dude? Like, you know, because I love my family and all my friends too. You know, I do it for you guys too because I think you know my success is gonna be for you guys one day too. Like, I'll be able to get opportunities for you guys and and see your lives easier. Yeah, make make your lives a lot easier as well. So, um, but yeah, man, you know, it's definitely for shy, like a hundred percent, hundred percent. Big ups, shy. yeah, big, big ups, shy. shy. Um, and then just this is a two-parter. Uh, the inverse of that, what allows you to sleep soundly at night? Allows you to put your head on the pillow and be like, ah, "I'm good." Um, yeah, I, it's so crazy. I feel like that's a cheat code, but I mean, it, it unfortunately is shy in a weird way because shy is like you said. Unfortunately, I was there ain't nothing unfortunate. No, because I, I don't. I don't want lovely. it. To, I don't want it to be like a cheesy like cop out. You understand? Because the cop out would be like me saying that, um, you know, saying the same answer. But realistically, like she is the the person that keeps me sound at night. Like when I like know that she's alright. Like and I, you know, can feel her embrace. As corny as that sounds, hey, listen, yo, man, man like we that, in love, love. So no, I told, yeah, no, I, I understand. Everybody, everything. everybody knows like that knows me and Shy. We go the long way. So it's like just being able to have her embrace, you know, just knowing like that she's there. And, you know, that we, you know, we, we riding this thing out together, man, this thing called life, because it's a journey. And, you know, you, you know, having your loved ones with you is, is just everything. So having her with me, period, regardless of anything else that's going on. Yeah. She so with you, you good money. That's all I need. I'm good money, bro. I can sleep at night. I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel you. Mm. That oh. is just your turn. Oh, yeah. It's my turn. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, actually, yeah. I, I don't know. I was going to say, 
You know, I don't know if I was going to turn that back around on you because I feel like oh, I don't know I mean, if I've, I've given you a chance to start okay. rebuttal. I mean, if you want to, I, yeah, it, it would be the same answer. You know, she's given me so much. And like um, when we first started going out, I was coming to grips with my own mental health and like some of the things that I'm dealing with. And her first question was like, how can I help you deal with it? And so I'm, I'm I don't even know how to, you know, help me at the moment. And her first thing was, OK, how do I help you? And I was like, damn, like I'm sitting here thinking like, listen, you know, I have to be selective about my partners because if they don't know how to deal with this, then, you know, that limits me. And I don't want them to feel like it's it's uh, um, impeding on them or whatever. And she opened up her mouth was like, boom, how can I help? Saying like, all right, I, I, I admit, like, I don't know everything about it, but you tell me how can I help you and I'm going to do that. And she does the shit. And, you know, every time she does something like that, then I'm immediately just taken aback that she's allowed herself to to help me in that way. And, you know, also learn more about mental health to say, OK, how can I help you? And, you know, um, through that, I, I do what I can to reciprocate that and even go further beyond when she deals with stuff. So it. it it you know like when you're in, in a healthy relationship you feel how healthy it is you know like all right i can open my mouth at any time and we can have a constructive dialogue or even when you have arguments you know you know how to deal with them or speak to people or you know speak to your significant other about it and just know like okay we're gonna find a resolution about this and it, you know you know all right they can make you mad one day but the next day you'll know like okay no matter what like it's me and you and like we can resolve this in a way that's that's healthy and know like it's it you feel how sustainable it is you know like mm -hmm. and so it's it's her you know like I'm, I'm i'm here in this apartment with her uh she's sleeping soundly we love you baby or i love you baby top five coolest like yo, individuals the in the world she's and she'll you know, never, if you icons, tell her, she's cool. Icon woman. Like, to me, there's, like, power woman icons in my mind. Ruthie is one of them, honestly. Yo, she's so cool, Ruthie, and she will, and if you tell her she's cool, she'll be like, what are you talking about? Exactly. And I'm like, see, Too that's... Humble. Most humble person I know. One of the most... The coolest. I and now, yo, I, I, when I used to see her on the TL before, I was like, damn, yo. Mm. I was thirsting hard, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I still be sitting there like, damn, I, I came up... That shit is nuts. Yeah, God um, is good. That, I mean, you know, figuratively, yeah. but God, the universe is Never, good, man. Universe lined yeah, up. Yeah, I'm a universe guy, too. And it was <laughs> just like, take that shot. And I was like, all right. Um, all right, now it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, because you, I piggybacked off of your Yeah, question. no, I know. Um, so I guess, like, piggybacking, actually, just off of that, in general, how do you feel about marriage, man? Uh, okay, so, of course, I feel like in society, like, you know, if you're with your significant other, like, the Western hemisphere is like, you got to get married. You know, you have to mm -hmm. consummate it some way. Of course, I don't feel it's necessarily, I, I think of marriage now in a more practical sense that you should get like, of course, I don't think it should be like your main declaration of love. Like let's get married. I think in all honesty, in my opinion, that, you know, that all right, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. Bef way before you're getting married to them, way before you think about, you know, or before you go get the ring, you know, and you've had a conversation with your partner, like, we're in this for the long haul. Like, I feel like marriage is, you know, all right, we're, we're combining our lives on paper and through other means to where, you know, our finances are now joined and we have to approach life together. But before that, you should know, like, it's me and this person. So for me, marriage is just kind of like the the topping, like, OK, we and you and I. But now it's time to tell everybody else, like we're in this for the long haul, because, you know, I feel like 
a lot of times, you know, we're all on Twitter and Instagram you'll see, or Facebook. You'll see the pic, uh, the videos. Motherfuckers getting denied the proposal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you not know that she would say yes or no? So I feel like if you're going to get married to somebody, then the right way or like the best way to do it would be you have a conversation prior to. You should know like, yeah, you know, I'm sure we all theorize when you're with somebody that you feel you're going to be with for a very long time or potentially forever. You're talking about, yo. When we having kids, I'm telling them, go to you for this kind of shit. Like, you have those passing conversations because you know, like, nah, I'm serious about that shit. So, I feel like, you know, like, it's it's more of the celebration of that kind of love, but also, you know, like, telling everybody else as well as the government, like, all right, we're in this together. But you and your partner should already know that. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, honestly, I, I 100% agree, like, with everything you said. And I guess I, I don't know if I worded it, but do you think you're getting married? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm locking that shit down. Oh, yeah, nah. That's, that's so wifey, for real, for real. A king. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's a king. wifey holding it down right there. She uh-huh. said she would take my last name, too. I I'm, 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 I don't give a damn. Oh, wow. That's, but that's she real. Was like, ah, she was like, I think it sounds good. I'm like, all right. But I, I would, I'm, listen, I, I'm not one of those people. You got to take my last yeah. name. I, come on. Yeah, I no, I'm the same way. I, I mean, I told wifey already. I said, look, I know she, because 100%, I want to get married 100% on that track. Um. And I told her, I said, yeah, you don't need to take my last name. And I know my, oh, I forgot it. My family's going to flip out when they hear something crazy like that. Because in African culture, you got bro, it. That, that's like, yeah, yeah that's, it's pretty serious. Name. Yeah, that stuff is pretty serious. But because I, I know she's going to, like, and I know she wants to. But I'm thinking she'll probably hyphenate it because I know, like, I don't know, man, Cheyenne Bashman. That's just a weird name <laughs> to me, man. I don't know. It's just, this don't ring off the tongue the way. I don't know. But she, I, I think she, she's willing to. And I mean, she's already said that she wanted to. So it's pretty dope that, you know, that yeah, she likes it. That, she fucks with the culture. She right, fucks right. with the fact. And um, that's how you know she fucks with you. Yeah. You know, not anything, the idea yeah. of you or not necessarily what you do for it's you as the entirety of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not even because I'm not ashamed of it. I love my name, but it's just, you know, like I know, like I that name on the paper, it just right. I don't know. know. It don't ring off to me visually. I'm right. look, I'm I'm honest with myself. That should look ugly. <laughs> like but with my name, it look alright. But with hers, uh, you know. But okay. Okay, okay, okay. I think it's your turn. Oh shit! Okay. Unless you get um, one. All right. Oof. All right. I'm trying to figure out which one to do. One's a funny question, and then another one's like the the bro. I call it the burning question. Mm. So I'm trying to think which one should I. I'll do the burning question. Um. All right. So I call it the burning question. It's it's a really just a strong uh, a more serious worded question. Or more seriously uh, worded version of a standard question. So basically, it's, do you feel you would be better to the world doing the things that you're good at or doing something that the world needs? Meaning, do you think you're better to the world as a photographer, videographer, or saying, you know what? The world needs another doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. Or the world needs another lawyer. Like, do you feel like it's better to serve the people or serve yourself? And maybe through that, you serve the people. Hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Um, I think I think for me, a hundred percent is definitely better for me to serve the world doing exactly what I want to do, because it's my my ability to not only learn and just um, let's say muster up the desire and energy to want to perform the task. It really does like solely like I want to say rely on just you know like. 
how much I want to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how much I really love the the thing. So pretty much, you know, we all got jobs. I wake up every day. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really like my job too much. It's just, you know, I work Shit. in IT and I love technology, but like but IT God is damn. not really not yeah, loving. You know? It's not technology for everybody yeah. who's in the IT field. I know everybody. Uh, or anybody who in the IT field can kind of tell you that. It's not what you would do. It's not like playing with MacBooks and graphic card, video yeah. games. And, no, you, you, you're you working on old Dell laptops and old machines. And you, it's customer service, you know, basic BS. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, if I'm serving people doing exactly what I want to do in life, which is, you know, I, don't, I honestly don't know exactly what I want to do yet. I'll be honest. I think I'm still searching as a professional. Yeah. But, um with a combination of, let's say, my hobbies right now, if I was doing something with video creation, because um, in the age of social media, people literally can just create videos for a living. Yeah. They create videos for a living, doing showing exactly what they do for a living. Literally, it's like, literally, they create videos of just what they're doing, like, every day, and they get paid to do <laughs> that. Get paid to do this And shit. they become ultra successful to just literally create videos, to be good video creators. So, like, I think about that all the time. Like, that's something that I would love to do. You know, and I have a love for cars, you know, and things like yeah. that. So why not do something cars? I detail pretty well. People see my car, say it looks yeah, brand new. Yeah, yo, yo, every time <laughs> I step in the whip, I'm like, it smells brand new and yeah. it should look brand new. So, you know, there's so many ways that I could kind of like blend those things up and yeah. and try and find a new profession and find something new that I really, really love and do that all. And, you know, in, in the future, I feel like that. That's coming. All that stuff is coming. And I feel like uh, people creative or uh, people who are creative in more than one way or talented at more than one thing or even skilled at more than one thing mm-hmm. um, have like a unique thing where you can decide to say, yeah, I'm just going to put all my chips in one basket or find a way and then put them all together. Mm. And like there's no right or wrong answer, but it's like if you're able to pull all those things together, I think it would, you know, it would be like, oh, shit, OK, I'm good. You know, because I found a way to bring all these things together and there's no one else that can do that but me. Exactly. So it makes a demand for you and you alone because it's like I'm it's me, you know, like yeah. I'm the one exactly. who's involved in all those things. Yeah, I could find someone to do each of those things, but I'm I could do it all myself if I wanted to. Exactly. No, um, hundred. So yeah. That's hundred, man. <laughs> so let me see. Let me That's hit you with question. Hit you with one of these right here. Um Yes, this is a pretty imp- pretty important question because oh, I don't know okay. if everybody set up this. Up. Um, do you are are you gonna have children? Do you think about children one hundred percent? Because I feel like that's definitely a that is a heavy question. It's definitely a heavy question. I don't even know. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna answer the question too, but it's definitely okay. Heavy. Um, when me and Ruthie speak about it, it's like half of it's like yeah, you know, you have kids, but. In all honesty, like, I think about, like, the world and where it stands now and, like, the kind of issues that we're dealing with. And a part of me feels would be, like, I would be, like, extremely disingenuous to bring a kid in a world where, like, they're not going to know what the fuck elephants are because they're going extinct from poachers. Or, Mm. yeah, oh, dad, where did you used to grow up? Yeah, New York. Oh, why is it? What happened? It's underwater now. Like, (laughs) we live in fucking Kansas. Like, some crazy shit. It's like, there's just so much going on. It's like a part of me feels like, holy fuck, why would I throw a child into this, like, tumultuous world where they're going to have, like, $400,000 of student loan debt and I could only do with so much, you know? So, um... 
And then like other times, you know, like I, I get advice from people and they're like, you know, not necessarily throw caution to the wind, but just say like, you know, if you're thinking about that, that means you're going to be a good dad or something like that. And I'm like, that's cool. But like a part of me is like, I'm not trying to, you know, act a certain way to say I'm going to be a good dad. I'm like, no, I'm seriously thinking about these things. Yeah. I'm like genuinely scared. Um, but I guess it's it boils down to like, of course, like that's not in the cards anytime soon. But I guess it just maybe if I grow into the kind of person that says, you know what, like those are all those things. All I can do is I want to have kids and all I can do for those kids is teach them and prepare them for all of the troubles they might face. Of course, that's every parent's job more or less, but just that I myself feel comfortable that I, I think I can do that to the best of my abilities. Cause right now I feel like I can't. So I guess I'm reflecting that upon whatever future children I would have saying like, I can't do that right now. I can't, you know, provide them with the means because I'm dealing with my own stuff. So I guess when I feel more comfortable in dealing with my own stuff, then I would feel like, okay, I can, I can, I can teach these kids, teach huh. the little children. No, copy, copy that. What I about mean, you? I think I'm pretty much on the same boat. I mean, you know, like I definitely, I definitely, I think I want kids though. I'm not going to lie. Ultimately, like I'm a hundred percent having kids. It's not even a question. Like, yeah. Boom. Like, like it's happening. Um, you know, but I'm, I, I think I just have a lot of questions just about like, just, you know, you know, you have kids like, is it, it's, that's pretty selfish just in general. I just feel like I want to have kids just because I want to have kids though. Like, yeah. I want to see, you know, myself continue on sometimes or, you know, like, like why do we have kids? Like we reproduce because like we just, it's almost like we want to just fill a void in our lives. Like we just, yeah, that's the thing too. That's a good point. A lot like, of people have kids because they're like, I like we, have we kid, literally but... just have kids to just have them. Like it's not like, like, I mean, I don't know. Is that like, I mean, is it our duty as humans, I guess? It is. I mean, I guess. Like, it, is. it is instinctual, I believe. It's to eat food, drink water, and well, have sex. Well, I mean, sex. to have sex is an instinct. So, and and I guess like, instinctually, you have to reproduce. Um, so. But I guess society has imposed, like, a certain thing of, like, all right, you know, you're you're fulfilling your duties. Yeah, nah, yo, you got kid. that kid for 18 years. You, yeah. You got that for 18 years. But also, <laughs> it's like, society has imposed, like, all right, you have to have kids. or yeah. And, you know, go so far as even frowns down on, you know, particularly women, you know, after 30 or something, are you, you know, when you're having kids, you know, like, it's such a society, you know, imposing, like, you need to have kids, you need to have kids, you're not, quote-unquote, fulfilling your duty, or in the case of couples, it's like, what are you guys doing without having kids? Um, but it, it genuinely feels like there's just a lot of people just having kids to have kids. Yeah, and, no, you know, I think about those terrible. kind of things where it's like, no, I want to make sure I'm having a kid because yeah. I want to grow and love this child yeah. and, you know, do what I can to bring us a human being in the world that's going to be as good as possible. Exactly. You know, and I and I think that that's definitely the case, you know, with me. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm not only going to have kids and, you know, I just want to just make sure, though, that it's for the right reasons and, you know, that I'm not putting them... I'm not bringing them into a world to suffer, though. Like, yeah, that's like that's really like a thought of mine that like, yo, if this is getting pretty bad, I don't even know if I want to be here. So like, why would, why I, be would I be like, so, hey, I'm gonna introduce we'll somebody be... to live through another hundred years of it? <laughs> so maybe I'm saying, like, like do we even have another hundred years on this? You know, I don't want to get into conspiracy mode, but you know, <laughs> like, it's just put the kufi on my but brother. The, you know, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to unlock the third eye, but you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit is, is hitting the fan. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's it's just, you know, I always say I let the moments just happen. Yeah. You know, whatever those moments happen, you know, obviously, and I'm bonding with my girlfriend, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, if 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 if, if uh, you know a, a little boy or a little girl appears from that, I will never never yeah, strike against it. I won't oh, be mad. That's fair. Yeah. That's uh, that's fair. All right, so back after that. Back after that. Um, bathroom break. <laughs> so. It's your last question, I believe. Yeah, I think we're we're, we're at the finale of the, the finale the first, of the, the first, first podcast. Episode. I guess this Shit. is crazy. I can't believe it. It's da, 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 like an hour already. A little bit <gasps> over an hour. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So for I guess like my last question, I'm gonna combine these things because they're kind of like a three tiered question, but um, you know, like. Like, I don't know how to... You know what? I guess I'm just going to ask you one of them. Like, what do you want to achieve by age 50? 50. Like, if you just think about your life, like, you know, like, by age 50, like, what do you think, like, about, like, yo, where where am I going to be at 50? Like... I'm not going to be in New York. Okay. tell you that much. Um, Married with the kids. They're hopefully doing their thing in college or whatever. Um... I would, I think the biggest thing is I would like to have tried all the things that I said I wanted to try professionally, um, especially the voice acting. Cause that's something that just, I've been trying to figure out how to do. So just, I, I want to at least say to myself, like, all right, I tried it just to see at the very least what it's like and explore all my options. Um, yeah, just exhaust everything that I feel like I can have a shot at and just see where all of those things take me. Okay. Before, you know, by that age to say, you know what, I, I have, you know, as minimal regrets, of course, people are always going to have regrets. It's going to be whatever. But, you know, at the very least, I want to say those things that I felt that I could have been good at, you know, I've, I've did them and hey, it just didn't happen to work out that way. But at least I know for sure definitively. Okay. No, that's honestly, that's real as hell. I mean, I, you know, I guess, you know, my perspective of it is um you know definitely a lot of the same you know you you definitely want to make sure you didn't leave anything behind anything exactly. any turn unstoned i guess wait no on any stone unturned yeah is the is the saying so um you know you want to make sure to at least explore any kind of passion that you might have in life you know me like you know so for just like i said you know whether it's this you know sparking my 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 true desire to like begin shooting videos of just anything and everything you know yeah. And, and really trying to just push the buttons in just different ways. Like, you know, every day we, we, we grew up and, you know, we were in school and they're telling us, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, it's like a doctor, a lawyer, you know, the president, you know, very like occupational occupations. Yeah. It's a bunch of occupations, these jobs that, you know, they've been doing for hundreds of years. Yeah. Like, this is stuff that we already been on. Like, I feel like with our age, like there's just been... Like, you can really do anything. Anything. There's really anything you can do. And, um, you know, I just feel like by 50, I just want to be able to say, and I look back, yo, you know, I I tried. I gave it a shot. I went for it, and I put all my energy behind it. I didn't half-ass it. So, yeah, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at, at least on that one, too. And if if it works out, then great. You're you're good at a bunch of things. If it doesn't, then all right, that's one less thing. I can still treat it as a hobby, but Mm. now you know, like, all right, it's just a hobby. Exactly. You know, that's and that's fine. You know, not everything. Of course, people try to make something of it now. Like, I've seen something where it was like, you know, um, your passion has to be like your side hustle. You Mm. know, like everything you do is a waste of time unless it's making you money. And like, 
you know, there's some credence to that just because you never really know in this world if you lose your fucking job. Mm. Having another, so, excuse me, another source of income would help. But at the same time, it's like, damn, can I do something just to fucking enjoy it? You know, yeah. do I got to make money from it? Because sometimes that sucks the joy out of yeah, doing it. Yeah, no, it absolutely does, um, you know. But in a lighter question following that one, mm. uh, the most definitive question, is it Uchi Wally or one mic? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it's definitely Uchi Wally. Uchi Wally for sure, man. Oh man, it's Uchi yo, he, nah, he, it's on, he floated on that. <laughs> he smoked that. Shit. <laughs> oh shit, nah, he floated on that. Holy yeah. shit, nah, that beat is crazy. Yeah, nah, it's crazy, man. Like he just, yo, that's he, the he big white tee. You're just yeah. like. Shoulders is going crazy. Like, you know, my shoulders are a little stiff now, but you know what I'm Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh man, but yeah. I think so. We did it. Yo, we did it, man. We got through Honestly. the first fucking episode. Number one. Number one. 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 Don't know. One. You feel me? Run a nah. big up the wild, yo. The big up the one. What, what was that? What's his man's name? Chet Hanks? Chet Hanks. <laughs> yo. Yo, Tom Hanks is severely disappointed oh, in man, his song for that shit. Yo, it's so crazy. When I saw that video, I was like, oh, brother. I was son. Like, yo, because I saw with the sound off, and then like I saw someone else say some crazy shit, and I opened up, and he's like, yo, big up to whole island. I was like, what? The yeah. Fuck? Oh, my goodness, man. Oh. It's so crazy. Like, it's just everything about that dude is just mad funny. Yo, so it doesn't like, make sense because, like, if he was just some regular dude, you'd be like, whatever. Then you're like, yo, this man's name is Chet. Yeah, Chet and then you're Hanks. like, why is Chet doing this? Then yeah. you're like, not only is he Chet, he's Tom Hanks' son. He's like that typical like, <laughs> like white is... Staten Islander, like black. yeah, bro. Like, I'm bro black. I'm Italian Come on, black. Man. Like, yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here. Uh, so get the fuck out of here. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that, y'all. All right. So thank y'all for listening to the first episode. Um, we will be dropping these on Tuesdays. We record these on Thursdays, but we will change the day. Regardless, we'll try to stay up to date with everything. Um, you can follow us at Touch the City Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, and we'll be posting this on. It'll be on SoundCloud first as I work to do the rest of the stuff. I'll have it on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I still got to figure out the Spotify one, but I'll try to get it on Spotify too. Um, but yes, so drop your ats for the people if they want to follow you. You already know. Follow your boy uh, Twim at Twim4K on Twitter. Literally T W M B. It's pronounced. I don't even know why. Why? I, why do I call it Twim? I don't even know. Twim. Twim. I don't know. It just. It can't be anything you, else. I don't know who called. I don't know even know who like donned it. I think it was Jock actually. Jock is literally the first person who pronounced because it's the acronym actually yeah. for my name. I did. And he literally just said, oh, Twim. Like, we were playing a video <laughs> game, and he highlight yelled my name. And he was just like, oh, it's the boy Twim. I said, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, ever since that day. It's, uh, it just rolls off that way. Like, yeah, it, it, it kind of is like you just read it as yeah, Twim. So, yeah. so TWMB4K on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you don't got to follow my backups. You can even get me on YouTube. Follow. Actually, I'm going to throw some extra clips up. Any extra footage, it'll be on my YouTube. So you can follow my YouTube as well at TWMB4K. Oh, yeah. And we'll have the YouTube. And we'll have the yeah, official. Uh, oh, actually, uh, so you know what? I'm throwing all of that yeah, on yeah. there. So, uh, so the Touch the City podcast yeah. if, or whatever name I can get, yeah. I'll finalize that and put them all in the links for the episode. 
Um, so again, thank y'all. Y'all have a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you decide to listen to this. Hopefully, if you listen to this at work, fuck work. You know, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Do your thing. Get out. Yeah. If you listen to this on the train, yo, stay safe. Use mm. them gloves. Mm. If somebody doing some crazy shit, you know, touching the pole, sneezing, coughing, you'll just remove yeah, yourself. Don't even play these careful, games. guys, please. I, and I, I know me, I'm chilling right now. Honestly, we clean our hands. This Yo. is a clean and safe environment. <laughs> but for you guys, Yo. y'all got to be outside. Be safe. Do not right. touch your face. Trust me. It is crazy. Yo, out here and I know, bro, yo, man. if y'all mad people got AirPods, yo, disinfect them shits too. Yeah, because nah, guess what? Thing. When you pulling that shit out the case, you using them to your fingers. Oh man, that man, shit go touching... right into your ear. Dumb city. Dumb Run cities, up and huh? done up. Oh please, man. Same thing. Your phones, bro. Clean your phone. Yo, you better wipe them phones down, y'all. Nasty. Oh, try not to touch <laughs> your phones as much as you can. When you... Oh man, everybody be safe. God bless. Word, be safe. Bless up. Oh,